is Gemar Niyavam is Dav Sadi Dalit. All learning should bring an incredible schoshira for Yisrochaim and Devara. We're holding on Sadi Dalid Amir Aleph. We're approximately 12, 13 lines down. The first word of line is Hazama. And we pick up today's discussion in which Amar Lee Rav Mordechai Le Ravashi. Rav Mordechai says to Ravashi, and this is going to go back, back to the discussion whether an Eid Echad has an Amonis to allow a Yavama not to do Yibam and marry the Yavam, but to allow the Yavama to marry Chutz, to marry anyone else in the world. Does an Eid Echad, does a singular witness have that ability to allow her to marry outside? So Rav Mordechai says to Ravashi, and some say Rav Achel or Rav Ashi. So whether it's Rav Mordechai or Rav Achel, they said to Rav Ashi the following proof from the Mishnah. A woman is not believed. A woman is not believed to say about herself. The Yavam dies. She had not say so I could get married elsewhere. Nor is she believed to say, My sister died, and therefore, that I'm allowed to marry my sister's husband. So, what's the obvious implication of this Mishnah? That she's not believed to say, The Yavam died, her sister died, but he need She's not believed. The implication is that the Eid a singular witness, is yes. Believed. So says Ravashi, says, says Ramorchai, says Ravacha to Ravashi. Seemingly, we have a raya from our Mishnah. We have a raya from the Mishnah that an Eidechot does have the believability to allow the, the Yivama to marry Chutz. Says Ravashi back, no, nothing doing. According to what you're telling me, look at the end of that Mishnah. What does it say? A man is not believed to say, My brother died, for I could do Yibam to his wife. Nor is a man believed to say, My wife died, that I could believe her sister. And based on your way of learning the Mishnah, the way you, Rav Mordechai and Ravach, learned this Mishnah, that it's Dafka, the person, the subject, the woman, and now in the safe of the man, and the implication is that an has that level of believability. So what should we be medayik? What should we infer from the seifa? He himself does not have the believability to say that his brother died, to say that his wife died. And therefore, what's going to come out? It would come out that an Eid would be believed to say that this man could go and get married. And now here the Gemara articulates the question. Which has been the discussion for the last week or so. That a woman, the specific leniencies and coolism which we allow. 
And he doesn't have believability. Why? Hopefully by now these concepts are coming clear. That because of Iguna, because we don't want a woman to stay tied to a potential husband, so we have a special leniency to allow. And now that to be believed. So the ratio makes sense that Nechad is believed. With regard to a man, Michael and Meimar, what would the reason be that we would allow an Eidecha to have believability to allow a man to get remarried? It can't be. So therefore, the way to learn this Mishnah can't be like Yerav Achad or Mordechai are learning. Because if we can infer that Eidecha has believability in the Reisha, the same that money should be in the Seifa, therefore by a man it would be the same. And we never found such a pretense. By a woman, there's a reason for Eidecha to be believed. Why? Mishamiguna. But not by a man. So therefore, explains Ravashi, explains the Gemara back, Eloki Yitzrich, Kiva Yitzrich. So rather, what must the Reisha be teaching me? The Diok you made is incorrect. The inference that only the woman is not believed, but in Echad is believed is incorrect. So what must the Reisha be teaching me? The Reisha must be teaching me the following. According to the opinion of Rabbi Kiva, that what? Rabbi Kiva holds that even when there's only a lav, a Yavama lechutz, a Yavama tied to Yibam, and she goes and marries elsewhere. That's an Isra lav. And Rabbi Kiva holds that there is Mamzerus of such an iser, maybe according to Rabbi Akiva, she would be medayik, she would look at it, so maybe even she should have a believability upon herself. Kamash Malan, that no. Sorry, the page was on the wrong side. Kamash Malan, that even according to Rabbi Akiva, nothing doing. Even according to Rabbi Akiva, the Rish is teaching that she is not believed. But not that you could be medayik, that it is believed. That's not the purpose of the Mishnah. The Mishnah is teaching us a chiddish about she herself. Because according to Rabbi Akiva, that when she marries elsewhere, there's an Isra Lab, which could, which would create Mamzeris. So we would think maybe a woman would be Madaik, she would check into things, so maybe she should have a believability. Says the Gemara, no. And therefore concludes part A of today's year that the Raya of Ravach and Rav Mordechai is incorrect. We do not have a Raya whether an Yechud has a believability for Yavama to marry outward. Comes along Rava, Rava Amar, about 20 lines to the bottom. The first one line is Rava. Says Rava, Yechud Neman be Yavama. And has a believability. Mikal Vachaymer. Says Rava, we tried to bring many Rayas from Mishnayis and Brises. Now let's go straight into a Kal some simple logic. Le'isr Karis and Eirechot has a believability to allow a woman to remarry when there's a potential Karis, as Rashi points out that Eirechot has a believability to say your husband died so certainly in the case of Yibom, as we just explained, it's a love for her, the Yavama to marry elsewhere so certainly the Eirechot is believed if the Eirechot could allow a married man to remarry, excuse me, a married woman to remarry, which is of course an Isser Karis, Ish as Ish, certainly Shalau Yavama to marry Chotz. So Amar Leh, Ahumi Rabbanu the Rava says, a certain Rav, Rabbanu to Rava, no Raya. 
I'll bring you a raya from she herself that your kalvachimer is incorrect. For she herself has believability to say her husband died. But she does not have believability to say that the Avam died. Why not? As we spoken about at times that she hates the Yavam. And they were like Daikom and Asva. She's not going to be precise with her Eidos. And therefore says the Gemara, we're concluding without a conclusion, we're concluding with no Raya. We have no conclusive Raya that an Eidachot has a believability to allow what? A Yavama who's awaiting Yibam, to marry Chutz by saying that the Yavam is no longer. And that is the conclusion of the Gemara. And we continue, ten lines on the bottom of the two dots, that Midrash Adarash of Lazim and Masya. The Mishnah concluded and said that this is the Drash of Lazim and Masya, that what? That a Koyin, um, he learned the Bapasa, he learned about Basak. That from the Basak we learned that only one who's divorced from her husband is Asrta Kain. But a woman that accepts a get from elsewhere, a man, not her husband, because La Allah she has to accept a get, is not Asrta Kain. So Amarav Yudamarav, Havali Ravalazal Midrash be Marginita. Rav Yudamarav, he's not arguing in Din. He's arguing in Drasha. He says, you, Rav Lazar, you had a pearl, a marginisa to Darshan. And you know you went. And you went and you grabbed hold of a chaspa, a shard. My marginita, the time you learned that a price of Isha, Grusha, Meisha. It says that a woman is a Grusha, a woman is divorced from her husband. Even if a woman is only divorced from her husband, she's still Pasal Likuna. Any level of get Pasal's Likuna, Vahainu Reach, I get the Pasal Mikuna. That is the Reach I get from Pasal Likuna. So we're just arguing in Drasha. Continues the Gemara by quoting a Mishnah on the bottom of Sadidal Ramadalf. Says the Mishnah, now we're going to flip everything. Um, we're going to flip everything. Until now, what have we been discussing? That a man went Medina Sayyam. And the question was with regard to his wife, when could she remarry? When could she not? What about Yibam? What about etc.? But now the question is, what about in the reverse case? That the woman, the wife goes on a vacation or overseas. Now, as we continue, the sugya we learn about what happens when the woman goes to Medina Sayyam. Now the Edom come and tell the husband, your wife died. The din is, oh man, is not going to marry his wife's sister as long as his wife is alive. Once he finds out that his wife is dead, he comes back and he, he goes and he marries his wife's sister. And of course, lo and behold, in the thread of everything we're discussing, what happens? His wife shows up. His wife was never dead. What's the din? Says the Mishnah Muteres Lachzar. She is allowed to return Loi to him, even though he has been living with her sister, she is still allowed to return back to her husband. Why? Because the marriage between her husband and her sister never took effect. 
Continues the Mishnah, and furthermore, a Moturbe Kravis Shniah, and he, the husband, is allowed to marry the Kravis, the relatives of the second wife, which is whom? The sister. We know that one can't marry one's wife's relatives, but over here, the marriage between this man and his wife's sister was nothing. So he could go back to his wife, and he could even go and marry his relatives of the sister. Ushniah Mutaris Bekravav, and those relatives are also Moturn his, those Excuse me, the second woman is Mutter and his relatives. And if his wife dies, Mutter Bishnia, he's still allowed to marry the second woman. So Dinei in the Mishnah is a wife goes overseas, the husband receives testimony, his wife is no longer, he marries his wife's sister when she returns. The marriage to him and his wife's sister was absolutely nothing. He goes back to his wife, he's allowed to still marry his sister's relatives, her sister's relatives are married to marry him. And even if eventually his wife dies, he's still married, still mutter to the sister. Continues the Mishnah another din. Amrullah, if they said to him, wife dies, Vinas says, Achais, and he marries the sister, Vachach Amrulai, and then they tell him, Kayemes, really your wife was alive, Kayemes, I saw, Fatumes, and now she's no longer, and in the interim, he had children from the wife's sister. So Vlad Rishon Armanzer, the original children that he has with his sister Armanzerim, for the simple reason that what? For the simple reason that he was never married to her. He had children from his wife's sister while his wife was alive. Those kids are Mamzerim. But the latter children which were born after his wife was no longer Ain Mamzer. Rav Yaisi he argues to close the Mishnah. Whoever disqualifies all Others disqualifies himself. And the Gemara Mir Tashem will see further what this means. Says the says the Gemara, how far does this first din in the Mishnah go? The first din that taught us that when he goes and marries his wife's sister upon hearing that his wife has been nifter, with his wife nifteres, if his wife returns, he's allowed to go back to marry his wife. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, let's play out how far this halacha goes. Even if his wife and his brother-in-law, his brother-in-law, meaning the sister's husband, goes overseas. Tahani honey nisuin de kamitasra ishes gisoi agisoi. The marriage to the sister, what happens? It answers the brother-in-law's wife, the sister, to his brother-in-law. Afiluachi ishes gisoi asira, but ishtoi sharyoi. Still says the Gemara, the brother-in-law's wife, is also to the brother-in-law. But Ishtai, his own wife, is mother. The Gemara is playing out a case. We have Reuven, who's married to Rachel. And then Rachel goes overseas with whom? With, it, with her brother-in-law. Her wife's brother. With Shimon. And what happens? Reuven here is that Rachel dies. So Reuven goes and marries Leah. Now, when Reuven marries Leah, you know what happens? Leah becomes usher to her husband, Shimon, the brother-in-law. But still, Reuven is mother to Rachel. That's what the Gemara just said. And and we do not say that because Leah became usher to Shimon, because the sister became usher to her husband, his own wife should become usher to him. So the Gemara is just playing out the ramifications of this halacha, that the marriage between Reuven and the sister is not, Nothing with regards to himself. 
With regard to his ability to go back to his own wife, it's true with regard to her. She's a married woman, that's Mizana, the sister, and therefore she can't go back to her husband, but Reuven, the original husband, could go back to his wife. Says the Gemara, no, this doesn't necessarily work with everyone. Lema Mas Nisan, the Lake Rabbi Kiva, we just said, seemingly doesn't fit with the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. The Rabbi Kiva, according to Rabbi Akiva, Havala Achais Gerushasai, the wife, Rachel, should be what? The sister of his own divorcee. Because Ruvain, after living with the sister, when his wife comes back home, he has to divorce his sister, even though there was never a marriage. But at some level, as we'll see in a moment, there was a marriage that requires Ruvain to divorce her. So Ruvain should be ushered to his own wife, because of Achais Kurushasa, the sister of his divorcee. The Tanya, as we learned in Arayis, we call Arayis, Shabbat and Srikhanimen, who get, all Arayis do not need a get, Except for this case, an Ashes Ish that was not this case, excuse me, a regular case of an Ashes Ish that got married, I'll be bazin, or for Avikiva Moisev Ab Ashes Ach. For even the case of Achais Isha's wife's sister, he needs to give her a get. Even though we're saying the whole time now that the marriage between Reuven and his sister is zero. Still says Rabbi Akiva, Reuven is required to give that woman a get. And if he's required to give his sister a get, it should come out by default that Reuven should be ushered to his own wife. Says the Gemara of the fact that our Mishnah is saying that Reuven's not ushered to his wife is not like the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. The Gemara finishes off it. The Kivan Dhamma Rabbi Kiva by a get. Rabbi Kiva says required that he has to give her again. Mila Asira Alei. Why Davalea Chais Grushasai? So says the Gemara that didn't our Mishnah seemingly does not work with the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Responds the Gemara then no. We're about twenty lines down. The first one line is Achais. Well, Avitmar Allah explains the Gemara. You got this dinner, Rabbi Akiva, wrong. Do we not learn? What is the case in that Brisa that taught us that he has to give her a get? The brother married a wife. His brother died. He marries his wife. The Amri Inchi. The reason Rabbi Kiva requires a get, even though the second marriage is nothing, is because people are gonna say, This should sound a little bit familiar. That the first marriage must have had a Tinai. And the second marriage was a good marriage. And now, as well, in this case, and now we'll speak out the whole case. In this case of Achaisisha, again, Ruvin married to Rachel. Rachel goes to Medina Sayyam over. Sees. Reuven gets up and marries Leah, Achois Isha, the w- sister of his wife Leah. In this case as well, Echi Dami, what's the case? He did Kedush into his wife Rachel who went overseas. Vishamashamis, the years that Rachel died. Reuven gets up and marries Rachel's sister Leah. In that case, Rabbi Kiva says you need to give a get to Leah. Why? Because people are going to say there must have been a Tanai in the original Kedushin and people are going to think that there's a real marriage between Reuben and Leah that's why Rabbi Kiva requires a get however that's all in a case of Kedushin only when there is a sin but explains the Gemara 15 lines from the bottom the first one line is Ella once there's a full-fledged marriage there can never be a sad there's never a thought that there was a 
tonight. So in this case, Rabbi Kiva himself would not require a get. The whole kasha of the Gemara was that according to Rabbi Kiva, Reuven has to give Leah a get. If Reuven has to give Leah a get, therefore he should be ushered to his own wife, Rachel, the sister of his own divorcee, explains the Gemara, you got her wrong. Rabbi Kiva only would require a get in a case of Kedushim because of the concern that an onlooker might think that there was a real marriage between Reuven and Leah. But in the case of Nisuin, when Reuven has been married to Rachel for 10 years, Rachel goes overseas, Reuven marries Leah. Rabbi Kiva would never require Reuven to give Leah a get. So says the Gemara, clearly the Mishnah is not at odds with Rabbi Kiva. And indeed, the Gemara continues now and says, I'm Ravashi, Rav Kahana, I'll prove to you that the Mishnah is Davka, even Rabbi Akiva. E Rabbi Akiva, listening If the Mishnah is Rabbi Akiva, why not also teach the case of a mother-in-law? Because Rabbi Akiva holds that the mother-in-law after the death of his own wife is not Chayiv Shreifa. So from the fact that Mishnah did not say this case, excuse me, I, I said it incorrectly. The Gemara is now not proving that we fit with Rabbi Akiva. The Gemara is asking a new kasha. You just proved to me it does, it could fit with Rabbi Akiva. Ask the Gemara, no, there's a different din of Rabbi Akiva that doesn't fit with the Mishnah. What's this other din of Rabbi Akiva? We have a new Braisa, a new Braisa which Rabbi Akiva would apply the din to our Mishnah to Chamaisai, to the mother-in-law from the fact that the Mishnah did not list the case of mother-in-law shows us that the Mishnah doesn't work with Rabbi Akiva. Let's explain. Detanya, 12 lines to the bottom. The first one line is Detanya. We learned in Hebrew. It says in the Torah, in fire they should burn him, hen, and then. Rabbi Yishol learns out with this means he and one of them. Rabbi Akiva, no. means he and two of them. Now, explains the Gemara. What's the Maklik? Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yishmael just had to read the words in the Pasik. There's no question. From the question, we'll understand. The Machlaikis of Yishmael and Rabbi Kiva is whether the mother in law is included. So the question is. The Mishnah should have thought the case that after Reuven hears that his wife Rachel dies, he goes and he marries Rachel's mother. From the fact the Mishnah did not list that case, that detail itself shows us the Mishnah is not concurring with the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Amar Leir, Amkana says, nothing doing named it. Tamiyat Akra, Misrefa. Misira, Mimiyat Akra. A question I'm sure many people were wondering. It never said that he's allowed to marry the mother-in-law. It just said there's no Sreifa. There's no chi of Misa for marrying the mother-in-law. But we do not have a source that teaches us he's allowed to marry the mother-in-law. And that's the reason why the Mishnah did not list that case. So, so far, we have no reason to assume that our Mishnah does not concur with the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Says the Vigamara, um, we're going to go a little bit further as it's a little bit early. Says the Vigamara, we learned in the Mishnah that after Rachel comes home, Ruvain's wife, he's allowed to go back to her. Asks the Gemara why three lines from the bottom the Aser Bishchiva Why is Ruvain not ushered his own wife Rachel because he slept with Rachel's sister? Similar to the Mishnah, the previous Mishnahis that we learned. What were the previous Mishnahis we learned? That the husband goes overseas, and what happens? The wife hears that her husband's dead. She goes and remarries, and then what happens when the husband comes home? She's ushered to both of them. Everyone's mom's here, etc. So just like. In that case, she's also in everyone's mom's earring. So, too, in our case, why don't we say the same thing? 
Answers the Gemara, Loi Dami. Ishtai, when it comes to his own wife, the Bimeda Sir Daraisa, therefore we show you guys your Baraban. When it comes to the man, if he would do an Isra Daraisa, Isra Bimeza, it'd be also Daraisa, but Shaykh, we make a Dindarabon. But Achais Isha, when it comes to the man, hearing that his wife died, and he went and married his wife's sister, the Bimeza, Loya Sir Midaraisa, that even if he went Bimeza and married his wife's sister, it's not an Isra Daraisa. As Rashi points out, therefore, Bishagi, therefore, Bishagi, there is no Isidrabanan. And now, the, tomorrow we'll pick up with the Gemara ask, asking, how do we know that he's not ushered to his own wife? We'll pick up from here in the next year.